0: Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey, folks. Welcome to Wednesday night. I don't know about you, but I'm excited at what God's doing in the earth today. You know, there's so many problems going around. There's uh, there's that war in Ukraine and there's all this stuff with Russia and China and here at home in the, in the U.S. But I'm telling you, God is on the move and he will not be outdone. And we've, we've been experiencing some exciting things here at Living Word Family Church. On Sunday, we had a wonderful uh, uh, me, uh, move of the Spirit of God. There was uh, words over people. There was healing lines. There was deliverance. There was all kinds of things. You know, God wants us healthy, wealthy, and wise. He wants us to be able to walk in the presence, His presence. And, and so I'm excited. We just attended a prayer meeting earlier today, and it was about eight people there. And what a wonderful time in the Lord. And we sensed his presence as soon as we got in there. And I'm telling you, uh, one of the things to do to stay in his presence is to worship God. If we don't worship God, he's not any way under any obligation to come into our life, and a, a, except when we want to uh, praise and worship him. Tonight, I want to talk to you a little bit more about what we've been talking about the last few weeks. Uh, a few weeks ago, we talked about living spirit-filled. And then living in the spirit was another one and living full of the spirit. But tonight I wanna to talk about staying full of the spirit. You know, it's vital, vitally important that we be filled with the spirit. Do you know Jesus? <laughs> Jesus, before he did any ministry work at all, he was uh, you know, 30 years old and he was baptized in water by, the, uh, by John the Baptist, right? But then his spirit came down. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, the Spirit of God took him out into the wilderness and he, where he was there 40 days and 40 nights and he was tempted of the enemy. I believe God was showing him, now what's in you is greater than what's coming against you. We need to know that. And we need the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us so we can, uh, it'll quicken and make alive our mortal bodies, right? So anyway, if you remember back, um, I've told you this before, but a couple months ago, there was a word gone forth in the church and and uh, Miss Pam said at the end uh, that the Holy Spirit was saying, you haven't seen anything yet. You know, like an expectancy. How many of you know we need to expect greater things from the Spirit of God and the move of God this day and this hour? And I, and I went home that afternoon, and I'm doing this as a reminder to me as well as you, and I'm sitting there and the Holy Spirit spoke to me. I mean, it isn't like I had an audible voice, but I had this knowing on the inside of me. Sometimes you, you, if you listen close enough, if you're sensitive to the Spirit of God, you can hear things that he's saying to you. And it was like, expect, I'm, I'm looking down at this, because I, I wrote it down. So, I wouldn't forget. How many of you know sometimes when the, the Lord speaks to you, you need to write them down because you can forget things? And divine, uh, expect divine encounters. In other words, expect Him to move in your life, expect Him to show you things and, and, and give you things of, uh, that will pertain to your life, but also pertain to others in, in, uh, in life. Living in the supernatural live in the supernatural. In other words, we live in a natural body, but we, we wanna put the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit activated in our own life. So he said that to me, and then he, the other word was, other words was living in the supernatural abundance and power. How I many of you know the Holy Ghost came and Jesus said, John the Baptist said, the one coming after me, which meaning Jesus, uh, he will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and fire, hallelujah. In other words, and power, you know, with power, the power shall come upon you and you shall be a witness in, in Acts chapter one, verse eight is what Jesus said. So he also talked to me about praying in the Ephesians one prayer and the Ephesian three prayer. And I, we've been doing that here locally on, uh, uh, before service and in our prayer meetings. And it's been showing dividends because we begin to beginning to have the spirit of God move amongst us. How many of you know that's so vital this day and this hour? But listen, we have a Holy Spirit who will lead and guide us in all truth, show us things that come. He'll help us to do what God has called us to do. We don't have to do things on our own by ourselves. He's given us one that's, that's so wonderful to have in our life, but we have to desire those things. You know, it, it's amazing Uh, how people say, well, I've never had God speak to me. Have you ever pursued him? Have you ever asked him to move in your life? Have you ever spoke to him? And listen, when Jesus spoke the Beatitudes, one of them was, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, they shall be filled. How many of you know it's... (laughs) And when you hunger and thirst after something, he'll fill you up. When you hunger and thirst after God, he will reward you with his presence. And in his presence, there's fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. He wants you to be successful. He wants you to not, we're walking through a life that's, that, that the world's in a mess. There are things coming at us, but he wants us to live in victory. Now, thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. So he wants us to walk in victory and triumph. But in that 1 prayer, we've been praying that and the Holy Spirit says, I read it in, in uh, the Amplified much of the time, but it's good for us to read that. And we've been reading that and praying it over ourselves. And it, it, we've been getting to see dividends, but I, I won't read the whole thing to you, but it says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory may give to you, who's that you? It could be you, the church, whoever you're praying for, and would give to you a, a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance and his saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us, his power towards us, who believe according to the workings of his mighty power. Now, I'm doing this because I believe that the Holy Spirit has kind of instructed me to remind people of this on a regular uh, basis. In in chapter three, Paul's writing this. Paul's writing this, it says, for this reason I bow my knee to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. That he would grant you or grant, put your name in there. I put my name and he would grant me, he would grant, a loved one or of this church. We've been praying this over the church. We want people to know the love of God. Amen. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. Wow. What for that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith That we uh, that you being rooted and grounded in love. You ever think about that? Rooted and grounded in love. What's the greatest thing that we can walk in is the love of God, the love of God. We've been, the love of God's been uh, in our put in our heart, but it needs to come out of our mouth. It needs to come out of our life. We need to demonstrate it. We need to have actions that way. And he says, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height. Comprehension. Sometimes that's hard to do. You can read something you don't need or hear something and you, I don't understand that. No, he wants you to comprehend. What's he wants you to comprehend? The, the width and the length and the depth and the height to know the love of Christ. Wow, which passes even our natural knowledge that we may, you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now here it is, we're, we're to walk in that. How many of you know, Paul goes on to write in, in Ephesians chapter five, And he says, be imitators of God as dear children. We're to imitate God. But if we don't have the love of God flowing out of us, how are we gonna imitate God? Because God is love, amen? And walk in love, it says, as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Listen, my friends, God's not withholding any good thing from us. He's not withholding any good thing, but we have to pursue him. The proof of desire of what you want desire is in pursuit. I've said this many times. Oh, I'd like to do something like so-and-so plays an instrument, or they sing so well, or, or they do something. Yeah, there's a lot of natural talent, but sometimes there's things we could pursue that we could become good at. You really don't want it if you're not pursuing it. But if you pursue the love of God, if you pursue the the, the presence of God, He will reward you because that's what He says in His Word. I will reward those who diligently seek Me. You know? So that's what we're to do. Now, how do we do that? Well, We're to worship God. We're to magnify God. We're to get in the Bible and read what the Bible says about us and then begin to say what it says about us. Confess what he says about you. Begin to say, Lord, I thank you and praise you that you you fill me for your spirit. And I can walk full of the spirit and I can walk in love and I can walk in the power that you ordained that I would walk in but you have to do something. You have to begin to manifest or allow the, the Holy Spirit to manifest his presence in your life. But how do you get into his presence? You get in his presence by praising him, by worshiping him, by thanking him and glorifying his name. You know, uh, here we live in this, this, this time, there are so many things, so many things that divide us, so many things that occupy our thoughts, You know, I I was reading earlier, uh, we were talking about it uh, over in 1 Corinthians and this came to me again. Paul said this, Paul said 1 Corinthians chapter 2, he said, brother, when I came to you, I did not come with excellence of speech or wisdom of uh, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him uh, crucified. How many times we get caught up in opinions from this, this, this person or that person or the media or, or what's being said in our government or what's not being said and what's this and that, and it certainly got us into that, uh, that realm in the, with COVID. I mean, we got all kinds of opinions out there, but Paul said, I'm not even coming to you with that kind of stuff. I'm coming to you determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him uh, uh, crucified. I was with you in weakness and fear and trembling and much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and of power. And goes on to say that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So we need to be filled with the Spirit on a regular basis. We talked about that, living in the Spirit, being filled with the Spirit. Now we need to continually be filled with the Spirit, maintaining that, uh, that glow of the Spirit. Amen? And how do we do that? Well, there's various ways, but over in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15, it says this. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Are they not evil today? Paul wrote that a couple thousand years, almost a couple thousand years ago. They were evil then, they're evil now. So we have to redeem the time. You ever think about that? Time is short. I don't care how long you've lived, if you can live to be 100 years old, but that's nothing in a span of eternity. And there's only opportunities to do certain things when, you, when with, your, with your time and with, with uh, uh, your ability to get things done. Listen, we're to live in this time righteously and godly, and we're expected to be filled with the Spirit. We're to be diligent to do what we're called to do in this life. How, how, why, well, Mike, I don't, I'm not a preacher, I'm not a, an elder or advisor or anything in a church. No, you're a born-again, spirit-filled Christian and a disciple of Jesus Christ, and he's called us all to do certain things. Amen? Amen. So there's an opportunity to witness, there's a will end sometime. There's an opportunity to bless somebody, but it'll end sometime. All our lives are going to be, as, as the word says, it's like a vapor. It's here one day and gone the next. It's just here for a momentary thing. So we got to do what we're supposed to do. And, and this word says here, Paul's saying, redeem the time because the days are evil. And then it goes on, say it says, do not be unwise, but understand the will of the Lord, what the will of the Lord is. How many of you want to know what the will of God is for you? Amen? Now there's certain things he's already said for everybody in here, but there's a will, a perfect will for your life. That's why he tells us over in Romans 12, 1 and 2, at 12:2, don't be confirmed to this world, but be transformed by the continual renewing of your mind, the Amplified says, that you might prove what is an acceptable and perfect will of God for your life. You wanna know that, I know you do. It's not, well, I've been a Christian 50 years and my time's passed me by, forget that. Don't allow, don't allow the enemy to steal what God has for you yet to, to go and do amen amen if you can't be doing anything but laying on a bed praying for somebody then do it amen there is a perfect will for you and it says and don't be drunk with wine now in this word it is that's what it means it means wine in other words don't be a wine bibber and all that but in reality it's the cares and worries and the fears and anxieties of the world amen don't be drunk with those things but in which is dissipation, but be filled with what? The Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. If you're going to be filled and maintain the f- a fullness of the Spirit, you got to do some things. You can't just say, "Well, it'll fall on me if I want." You come in, or oh, I go to church. You know, well, like I've said before, sometimes the devil goes to church too, and sometimes he might sit right next to you. I don't know. I'm not talking about your relatives, but the truth of the matter is there might be somebody there that's gonna hinder you from getting what God has. But listen, you go to church with the expectation that when I go there, God, you're gonna to speak to me, you're gonna fill me, I'm gonna walk out of there, not only being blessed, but ready to be a blessing. Amen? Amen, I hope you're and out there. Amen. Since I'm doing this without a huge audience, there's only two of us up here at the moment. And, uh, but here's how you stay filled to me, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Do you ever think about spiritual songs? Do you ever think about uh, thanking the Lord, praising the Lord, magnifying the Lord? Lord, I just thank you. I praise you. You've been so good to me. Hallelujah. When I was lost, (laughs) when I didn't know my way, I didn't know I was on my way to hell, but you interrupted me. And you gave, you gave your life for me. Jesus, I praise you. You can begin to sing those things. You can begin to sing the Psalms, which we'll talk a little bit here. if We have time this morning a little, or this evening, if we have any, uh, time. I'll, but you can get the Psalms out and begin to sing the Psalms. And it goes on to say, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. You ever make melody to the, listen, if you get caught up with all the stuff going on in the world today, you, your life will be in turmoil. You'll be laying in bed, thinking about all this, the, the, the natural stuff that's going on. But he says, if you begin to magnify the Lord, begin to re, uh, rejoice in him, he'll begin to fill your heart with his presence. I'm telling you, at that prayer meeting this, this, at noon today, there was such a presence of the Lord there. There was such a presence that we begin to pray one for another and speaking words over one another, how God could help and, and, and magnify himself in our lives. That's what he does when you get in the presence. Put on some worship music. Get in that presence and get, begin to thank him and praise him and glorify his name. Begin to worship God. Worship brings the anointing of God. And with the anointing of God, it will destroy every yoke. He promises that. It'll destroy the yoke of bondage that's held you back and holding you back in Jesus' name. Now, it goes on to say, giving thanks always, woo, for all things to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Giving thanks. You ever think about that? Thanksgiving. Oh, thankfulness. We don't have time today. Read Psalm 107. Oh, that men would thank the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works to the uh, to men, amen? And his mercy. Oh, his mercy, his, his kindness and his mercy. We all needed his mercy, amen? So we need to begin to do that. Listen to what Psalm 50 uh, verse 14 and 15 says, offer to God thanksgiving and pay your vows to the most high. In other words, do what he's called you to do, be obedient. Call upon me in a day of trouble and I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me." What did it say first? Offer to God thanksgiving. Hey, Lord, I'm going through this, but I thank you that you're my deliverer, you're my helper. There have been times in the past that you've delivered me. Go back and think about some things and thank him for things he's done for you in the past. <laughs> thank you, I always think about myself in that hotel room 40 some years ago bowing my knee to the Lord Jesus Christ. And he came into my life. I know he's done that for you, and I hope he has, if he hasn't call on him tonight, in Jesus' name. Listen to Psalm 95, 1 and 2. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us sing joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him, his presence, with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. Hallelujah, hallelujah. When you begin to do that, the presence of the Lord will begin to Fill your heart. Oh my goodness, I can't tell you. Recently, I, get, get in a place where you can just begin to praise Him and magnify Him and begin to see it. It'll bring deliverance. You ever think about bringing deliverance? My, my, my. It, it, the Holy Spirit so wants to bring in the harvest, wants to change lives, wants to help people, but we have to go to Him. We have to invite Him in. He doesn't force Himself on us. Isn't that true? Amen? Psalm thirty-four, one of my favorite, my favorite scriptures. Psalm thirty-four, you know this scripture. I could quote it, but I'm just going to look it up real quick. Is a, it, there's so many psalms it, that help us get into the presence of God. And listen to what David said. He says this. He's being a he's being uh, 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 followed after to take his life. People want to take his life. It says right here in the. When he he said he quoted this or said this when he pretended madness for before Abimelech, who drove him away and he departed. He says this: I will bless the Lord at all times. Now what? I'll bless you at all times. Well, I'm going through this trouble. Do I want to? No. I, that's the time you really need the blessing. Even more so. It should be your habit. It should be the way you flow. It should be your your, your the flow of the spirit in you. He says, I'll bless the Lord at all times. His praise, his praise shall continually be where? In my mouth. Oh, I'll praise God when, when the, the song service is going on and I raise my hand and thank you, Lord. No, praise him all the time. I'll bless the Lord at all times, all times. It says, my soul shall make its boast where? In the Lord, hallelujah think about what he's done. Think about what he can do. He's a god of, of salvation, he's a god of healing, he's a god of deliverance. Maybe you haven't seen things come to pass yet. Begin to say, "Lord, I thank you and praise you. I'm expecting these things to come to pass in Jesus name." And I am my soul's going to make its boast in who you are. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. You know what? You have to humble yourself because pride won't let you get in the, in that place where you need to be. But he said he'd do it if you humble yourself. And then I like what it says. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. What's that mean? Make him bigger, louder, and larger than your problems. <laughs> than your problems, than the things coming at you. Lord, you're bigger than this sickness. You're bigger than this uh, financial problem I'm having, this relationship problem I'm having. I magnify you over all of that. You're greater than all of that. And I thank you that you're living on the inside of me. The power of the Holy Ghost is living on the inside of me. And it says, let us exalt, (laughs) lift up his name together. He says, I sought the Lord. That means I'm coming after you, Lord. I'm coming after you. I sought the Lord, and He what? And He heard me. How many of you know when you when you got good to talking to the Lord? He isn't going to shut his ears to you. Come to Him, say, Lord, I'm I'm seeking You. I want to know You. I want to know You more, just as that this these prayer said. I want to know Your love. I want to know I, so I can walk in that love. Amen. Amen. Then it says, and what happened then? When He sought the Lord, He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. What's, what keeps us from going forward many times? Fear, anxiety, worry, cares. of uh, 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 But false evidence, that's what they used to say, false evidence that appears real. A lot of times it's just false, the devil trying to talk you out of something that God has for you. Amen. Don't let him do that. Say, get behind me, Satan. That's what Jesus said. Get behind me. God's got more for me than what you're say, is showing me. And then it, it goes on to say, I'll just read this real quick here. Uh, they looked to him and were and to him and were radiant, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor, poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of his uh, troubles. Do you ever think about that? The angel of the Lord encamps uh, all around those who what fear him, fear the Lord, and, and delivers them. <laughs> Amen. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in Him. This is where I'm at tonight. Get filled up. Quote those scriptures over yourself. Speak that out over yourself. Lord, I'm going to bless you at all times. Well, I know things aren't going the way I want it. I bless you in the midst of all my troubles and your promise of delivering. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Come. You children, listen to me, and I will teach you the fear of the Lord. That's reverence and and obedience and deliverance. Amen? Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Oh, listen. Stay full of the Spirit of God. How do you do that? You worship him. You magnify him, and this is this is so vital for the church today, my friends, because we spend so little time together, even here at Living Word. I mean, we we got small groups, we got prayer meetings, we got. But listen, and these days grow, grow uh, drawing near the evil days we're living in. It says, "Forsake not the assembling together of yourselves." Well, if you can't be here, be with somebody else and exalt the Lord, magnify Him, and praise Him, worship Him, thank Him, and glorify His name, and He'll be your deliverer. He'll be your help. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, you can't you can't minimize what He wants to do for us. Amen. He wants to do great mighty things. Last scripture, as we get off here, I want to find it here. I wrote it down from before, but I wanna, I think I got it here. Ephesians 3.20 in Amplified. This is what he will do at Ephesians 3.20, says now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all we ask, dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes and dreams. According to his power that that works within us, to him be the glory in the church and, and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever, all generations. That, that includes us, amen? So what do we wanna do? We wanna invite his presence. You know, he's no respecter of persons. He didn't say, well, I, I know you move on uh, uh, certain people, but you, no, he'll move on anybody to come after him. He is not, he is a rewarder, I'm telling you. He wants to get in your life and be a part of your life and walk through you and and get to other people amen that's what we're doing we call it being blessed to be a blessing so get in the presence of god allow yourself pursue him and you'll find him if you pursue him with all your heart amen let's pray father i thank you so much i'm excited about what you're doing in the earth i see all the things that, that the the world's happening in the world today I'm not gonna spend all my time getting caught up with what this person said or that person said or what they're doing over here, what they're doing. I'm gonna seek your face. And in the midst of all the trouble, you'll give us peace and joy, and we'll be able to stand in the gap for others and, and pray your will be done in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. You have sent this precious, precious Holy Spirit to fill us overflowing, that we might have the power of God. Just I read earlier, we did, I expect greater things. I expect miracles, signs and wonders to be done right here at Living Word Family Church. And for those that may not be going to this church, uh, they're listening to the sound of my voice, begin to expect those things. God is the same yesterday. Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. And may we comprehend the love of God. May we comprehend that great love that we might know Him in a greater way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Be blessed tonight. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website. At livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.